I, um... Let me take some calls. I got to tell you something that happened that you don't want to happen. And it's amazing. It's scary just to think about it. Well, not for me, but for beta males and beta ladies. I'll get to that in a minute. But let me go to um, Daniel, a first-time caller out of New York. Daniel, Happy Man History Month. You're on the air. Happy Man History Month, Justin. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to call because, you know, I'm seeing this country just falling apart all over the media. And, you know, I, I see people wearing the, the Black Lives Matter and just, just so much anger. And, you know, the great white hope, there's a threat that he's going to leave the office. I, n I never really voted. I only voted one time in my life, and that was for the fallen Messiah. It was, uh, I was at prime age, like college student age. Yes. So, uh, you know, I didn't know really why I did it. It was just caught up in the moment, you know, like everybody was just kind of being told to get in there and vote. So after I did it, um, I didn't realize the point. I said, what was the point of all this? Why, why did I do this? So uh, I always kind of felt like voting didn't work. So that's why I never really did it before Barack Obama. So when I did it and I saw that nothing really happened, I never really made an effort to do it again. Yeah, And then um, in my late 20s, I ended up joining a church. And in there, they really took, they really took a stance against politics. Like, uh, you know, you don't get involved in politics because politics is of the world. And, uh, you know, you just keep your faith in God and in Jesus. And, you know, everything will work out. But well, dumb, seen, everything isn't happens. that a dumb preacher for telling you that? <laughs> See, so, so, yeah, so now what, what I'm trying to figure out is, you know, I'm waking up from all those, you know, because I, I know that uh, a lot of times, you know, you'll get these teachings in your head and it's hard to shake them. Yeah. So now as I, as I see what's happening, like godless people are really shaping this country. And, and I don't know if I should get involved because I still have that little bit of fear. Like, what if I, what if I uh, get involved in, in a bad decision and uh, I got my hands but then there's, like, blood on my hands from, from voting on it. What if what so, now? Repeat that. So, like, my question is, like, I don't know if I should get involved because there's a part of me that still feels like I should just leave it up to God and, and not get involved in, in politics and in voting. Um, how old are you, Dan? I'm Daniel. Uh, I'm 35 right now. Nice age. Um God help those who help themselves. If you just sit around and do nothing, he'll let you sit there and do nothing. And he will let the children of Satan walk all over you. If you get up and do something, knowing that he's with you, he will prevent the children of Satan from walking all over you. God did not give you the power within to just sit around and do nothing. We have to fight evil with good. And so once you're born again of God, you are of good, meaning you are of God. And you have a responsibility to defeat evil. It, it, why serve a God that is all great, almighty, and you just sit around and do nothing? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, the whole, the whole teaching was based on, you know, the, the you know, you're not part of this world. Um, you know, and, and even though we're no part of it, 
kind of hard because we're getting affected by everything that's going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, that all, was all a dumb preacher. Anybody that, any preacher or anyone who tell you that, just know they're dumb, they're evil, they're lying to you. You're in this world, but you're not of it, meaning that you don't get your identity from the world. Your identity comes from within, from God. But it doesn't mean that you let the world just walk all over you. You have a responsibility to get involved with government, get involved at work. You have to be involved so that that the goodness, the good spirit can fight against the evil spirit. It's like in the homes uh, where there are fathers and mothers. And if the father don't do anything, the mother would destroy the children because there's no good. The good is not fighting back the evil. So you got to fight back. That doesn't make sense. That preacher lied to you. Yeah, I believe that. So I I would encourage you to get involved, Daniel, and don't worry about if. Don't do what if. Do what's now. Live in the presence of God, and tomorrow will take care of itself. Never do what if, because when you do what if, then Satan will talk you out of doing anything. I believe that. If the frog didn't have a glass... He wouldn't have broken it when he jumped. Say that again? Oh, nothing. That's an inside joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no Daniel. I have another question real quick. You should about, run for office, voting. Daniel. Run for something. <laughs> All right? Yeah, I have a question about voting, too, because I know that not every state's votes count, right? Like, uh, like if I was to vote, um, you know, so the great white hope in New York, would that vote even matter for him? Yes. Every vote counts. And don't let anyone tell you differently. Everyone who votes for the president, that vote is important because that's closer to helping him. Don't let the, the liars tell you that. Every vote counts. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Daniel, have you gone and forgiven your mother? Oh, absolutely, I did. What did she say? Uh, well, at first she was very confused um, about it because uh, it, I knew, I knew, you know, once I started hearing you, I knew where a lot of my uh, anger and and depression was coming from. And I made a huge mistake. One day I went to my wife and uh, I, I told her about my problems and oh, I, broke down. Oh, <laughs> and I broke down. Oh, you broke down. <laughs> I did. And then, like, literally a few seconds later, I was like, what was the point of that? Like, why did I cry to her? Like, why? she wasn't going to do nothing to fix my problem. Like, so then after that, I, I prayed. And um, like you said, God will give you what you need because uh, after I prayed, I actually found your program on YouTube. Right on. And at first, you know, at first it was entertainment. But as I saw your message, I just realized, like, whoa, he's on to something. You know, because like I said, you know, I was part of a church before. So I had, I had gotten close to God, and when I gave myself fully to God, I saw the blessings. Yes. So once I once I saw your message, I was like, okay, I'm I'm willing to just give myself fully to God, and and since then there's been no turning back. And uh, it's funny too because my wife the other day she uh, she had told me, oh, I want you to stop listening to Jesse Lee Peterson because you're trying to be my master. <laughs> <laughs> And I told her, you know, I had to stop. And, you know, in a loving way, I said to her, how am I trying to be your master? Because, you know, I'm not trying to be your master. I'm just trying to, you know, do things right. And, uh, you know, after I had that discussion with her, uh, you know, we, we slept through it the night. And then the next day, 
you know, I brought her the question again, like, please tell me how am I trying to be your master? Because, you know, I don't want to make you feel like I'm trying to master you, you know, like I'm just trying to do what's right. And she actually ended up, you know, thinking about it and apologizing and saying, you know, uh, that's not what she meant. And uh, I even told her, you know, when when you're telling me to stop listening to Jesse, even though I'm telling you that he's giving me such a, a positive boost in my spirituality, um, it seems like you'd rather have me back in your arms crying again. Yeah. Like, is that what you want for me? And, she, you know, she stopped and thought about it. And she said, no, that's not what I want. So, you know, I had to kind of just let her know that, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, in a loving way, as a husband, I'm trying to do everything in a loving way. So I'm not trying to make her feel, you know, uh, that she has to turn against me or anything. What she was saying was, stop listening to Jesse because I'm losing control over you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's what I felt at that moment. That's, yeah. why, I, that's why I saw the anger in how she was saying it. And yeah. it didn't make sense because she's not normally an angry woman, but... I saw that, and uh, that's she what like, I felt. No, I she's she's always been an angry woman. Just that you had submitted to that, and the moment you became, you started to overcome that. She losing control. That's when the anger came out of her. She's like, I dare you to try to be a man now. You broke down. You've been a beta male all this time. All of a sudden, you're gonna listen to Jesse, and now you try to be a man, and I'm losing control. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's what she was saying. And what do you yeah. mean you tried to tear her in a loving way? What do you mean by that? Well, well, like in a, like for her to say, I'm, I'm trying to be her master. I'm not trying to be her master. But, but how I'm did you say it? Her. How did you say it in a loving way? What's a loving way? Well, well, instead of just saying, you know, like, oh, you're wrong, you know, like whatever. I, I just most most uh, approached it like asking her the question, like. What is it that you feel makes me come off like I'm trying to be your master? Like, I was just trying to understand it, you know, uh, instead of just coming at her in, like, in an angry way, like, I'm not going to stop listening to Jesse, so don't tell me what to do, you know? Well, you're right yeah, in so. that you should don't be angry. I don't when you when you're not when you've overcome the spirit of anger, whenever you speak to her or anyone, it's going to be perfect because when you don't have anger, all you have is God's love and his love. Is, there's no feeling. There's no feeling, no thoughts about it. You can't taste it or touch it. It just is. And it's love. So just speak with her in honesty with no hate and you'll be fine. All right, yep. that's, that's the mission right there. Just keep my marriage strong. What did you and, say? Uh, what did you say to your mother when you went to her? I had told her that. Um, well, because one thing that was happening was I was getting a lot of uh, messages to come visit, come visit me, come visit me. And uh, every time I would, you know, get that message, I started to feel guilty. Like, yeah, oh, I'm not going to go see you. I'm not going to see you. So then, you know, after I realized I was getting angry at those messages and at her. So then I had reached out to her and I told her, I said, listen, you know, if you, I don't know what idea of a family that you have, like, yeah, I start to feel like in order to keep the family how she wants it, I would have to go visit her. Yeah. So I had told her, like, you know, I, I'm not trying to hold any more anger against uh, anybody, so I'm not holding any anger against you, and I want to clarify that, you know, if you want to come and visit me, you can come and visit me too, but don't put everything on me to come and, and go visit you. You should, that's not forgiven, though, uh, Daniel. You have kids, Daniel? No, no, not yet. Okay, before, you need to, I recommend you tell your mother, you know what? 
First, number one, I'm not your husband, so don't be asking me to come visit you. Tell your boyfriend to visit you. I ain't visiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, but, a while ago, you know, like I said, I, I, like when I had first gotten to a church, I did actually go to her and and, and uh, you know ask her uh, and forgave her for uh, the way she treated my father because uh, she was very insulting toward him when we were growing up, and I realized that as a grown up, me and my siblings, we we were insulting toward him too so i had i had told her um i forgive her for that and um i forgave both my parents for uh not really pushing spirituality in my house and teaching us about god and uh with my dad i know he's kind of like a weak man but every time i try to talk to him about deep things he just kind of like you know goes off or or not interested yeah yeah and so, uh, back then, back then I had, had forgotten them, uh, forgiven them about that. So I don't know. Should I forgive them again? Because well, uh, it's like no. I mean, if you're forgiving your mother for controlling your life or trying to control it and turning you away from your father, you don't apologize to her for anything. Forgive her for recreating you in her image, and. Yeah. Um, Will you forgive her for that? Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. I realize now you can't help yourself because her mother did to her what she's doing to you or tried to do to, or did to you. And forgive your father because he couldn't handle your mother. He's married to his mother. Your mother is his mother. You become attracted to what you hate. And so he, he couldn't deal with her in the same way that until now you couldn't deal with your wife because you're married mm -hmm. to your mother. Thank yeah. God you're waking up and you don't have children, children right now because now that you're overcoming your mother, you're returning to your natural state of being by loving your father and your mother. You're going to be fine, but your wife is going to... You haven't seen the hell come out of your wife yet. And thank God yeah. you don't have <laughs> children because she may end up leaving now that she can't control you anymore. You're not going to make... She won't be your God. So she may end up leaving you and finding another sucker. But yeah. and if God forbid, but if that should happen, you'll be fine because you'll be a son of God. You'll be yourself and he will add a real wife unto you. Yeah, every day, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get better. And, you know, like I'm really, like I said, you know, last few months uh, when I'm, I'm really just giving myself over to God. And uh, are you doing really my silent prayer? Absolutely. Every day. So okay. today. Good man, and um, and I really appreciate your church service. One thing that uh, that I feel was after I left the church I was going to, uh, I really started pushing away from God, and it was because I didn't have that fellowship to really kind of reel me back in and and kind of find that, you know, that common connection. Yes. So when I listened to your show first, when I when I heard this show, I would hear the calls and, and just I felt like that was great fellowship. But when I started listening to your church episodes. I feel like that's the sole mission right there is to kind of just get everybody's problems out and just hear everybody's problems and, and solutions going around. It's been really beneficial. Yes. Amazing. Well, Daniel, you're on your way. Speak up. Don't hate. Uh, uh, doubt every thought, Daniel. There's no such thing as a true thought. And absolutely get involved with politics. Vote for the great white hope. And you're just going to see, Daniel, it's going to be amazing. All right, thanks a lot, Justin. Call me again, buddy.
All right, all right, I will. Okay. You, uh, you're welcome. I got to take a break. An amazing call. Wasn't that an amazing call? Yes, Jesse, that was an amazing call. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.